Good morning and welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by Out5 Media. My name is Darian Phillips. I am joined by Simran Sandu, and it is Tuesday, June 8th. There was a lot of activity on Wall Street to start the week off yesterday, listeners. Investors continue to ride a wave of optimism fueled by last week's job report and the continued reopening of our economy, and here were the results. The S&P marched its way into positive territory for 2020 with an increase of 1.2%. The NASDAQ notched out its first record close since February, jumping 1.1% on the day. And the Dow saw the most movement of the three indexes with an increase of 1.7%. Outside of equities, U.S. crude oil had a surprisingly bad day, falling 70 basis points to roughly $40 a barrel, even after OPEC and its allies agreed to extend output cuts through the end of July. And as we start off today with markets, the Nasdaq has surpassed the New York Stock Exchange for total capital companies have raised through an IPO. With that in mind, companies have raised $12.2 billion in IPOs at Nasdaq, as recent listings such as Warner Music Group have given them a $1.3 billion edge on the New York Stock Exchange. And two stocks that led the charge yesterday were Tesla and Boeing. First off, Tesla shares hit a record closing price after data from China suggested Tesla sales have recovered from COVID-19 impacts. On the other hand, Boeing shares jumped 12% on Monday as investors show trust in the air travel industry's ability to recover. You can also add the restaurant industry to the list as Dunkin' Donuts plans to hire 25,000 workers and it's pursuing a partnership with Southern New Hampshire University to offer store employees an online college education. We've also got news from the retail industry as Macy's said it raised roughly $4.5 billion in new financing to help stay afloat during the crisis. The financing included $3.15 billion in asset-based credit and $1.3 billion in bond offerings. Another company who continues to struggle is British energy giant BP. They plan on cutting almost 10,000 jobs, which equates to nearly 14% of their global workforce. And apparently people have gotten tired of working from home and have resorted to buying RVs and turning them into mobile offices. Since May, Thor Industries, an RV manufacturer, says its sales and backlog have improved drastically as more RV dealers have been able to reopen. And as a result, the company's shares jumped 14% on the day. And while it may be apparent at this point, the National Bureau of Economic Research just announced that the U.S. economy officially entered a recession in February, ending a 128-month expansion, which is the longest on record. But I guess someone did forget to inform investors as the stock market continues to rally. And on a similar note, the Congressional Budget Office said the federal budget deficit more than doubled last month compared to May 2019 and now sits near $2 trillion. Additionally, the Congressional Budget Office estimated the deficit could reach $3.7 trillion by the end of this fiscal year ending in September. The Fed also announced its plan to make terms more favorable for small and mid-sized companies accessing its Main Street lending program. They've reduced the minimum loan amount required while raising the maximum loan limit available, while also extending loan terms for an additional year and giving businesses the choice to defer principal payments for the first two years of the loan. And all of this chaos has really created the perfect storm for presidential candidate Joe Biden, who has recently decided to capitalize on President Trump's poor handling of the George Floyd protest by beating Mr. Trump at his own game. And what I'm talking about here, listeners, is Biden poured $4.9 million into Facebook ads last week, while Trump's campaign, which has notoriously outspent opponents on the same platform, only spent $1.2 million on ads. And if we switch gears here, a Wall Street Journal exclusive reported that multinational conglomerate 3M is suing a merchant on Amazon for selling masks at a price that's 18 times higher than what 3Ms are listed at. In total, the merchant has charged customers over $350,000. 
And speaking of coronavirus-related matters, drug maker Gilead has reportedly been approached by their rival company, AstraZeneca, about a potential merger. This move would unite two of the leading players in the fight against coronavirus, as AstraZeneca has already secured production capacity to make 2 billion doses of a potential vaccine, and Gilead has approved to treat hospitalized patients with severe COVID-19 in the U.S. And as we take a look at the clock, we are right around the five minute mark. So let's wrap things up. I hope everyone has a great day today. And for any of our new listeners, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and our weekly newsletter, The Roundup. And we look forward to catching you bright and early Wednesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.